Welcome to the Virtual Ball Boys Podcast. My name is Chris, and I am joined once again by my good friend, Matt. It's the most wonderful time of year in college football land, mm. where the Alabama fans and the Auburn fans square off Michigan, Ohio State, you know, all the big ones. And then yes. in the Big Ten marching band group that I'm still a part of on Facebook... Mm. Iowa and Nebraska bad kids arguing with each other, not about football, but about which state's corn is better. <laughs> I I mean, I I imagine that is a source of a lot of pride for most of those for those, those for states. a lot of Midwest states. Myself being from Illinois, who outdoes uh both. It is on par with both of them, but doesn't get as much like, uh, doesn't get as much like flack or like back and forth between the two because we're known for things other than corn. Right. Yes. <laughs> well, it's yes. Just, it's a funny, funny thing to watch. Well, yeah, no, like there, there is literally nothing that happens in those states other than corn. Like it's either you, you, you just, you just you either have you grow the corn. It's corn and football. That's those are the two things that Iowa yep. and the states of Iowa and Nebraska and Iowa is like interesting for politics, and that's about it. Like, <laughs> and they had they had to do a lot of work, yeah, to make themselves interesting in that regard. Yes, exactly. Like it's 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 just a it's a lot of it's a lot of not a not uninteresting things there. But hey, they got the corn. What? Let me ask though, because I I mean I don't know you have you been to Iowa or Nebraska? Have you been to? I think you've been to Iowa. I've, you said. I have been in I have been in Iowa. Okay. I could see Illinois the entire time I was in Iowa, because I was just <laughs> on the other side of the river, but I have been in Iowa. Okay. So, <laughs> my question to you, then, is can you, can you, do you have a judgment on whether or not Iowa or Nebraska corn is better? I don't know where the corn comes from, Chris. <laughs> They come from, it comes from the ground. They're rich. It comes from the ground. It comes from a farm. I don't necessarily know. Like, I don't go to <laughs> Iowa and say, hey, let me get some corn. I can get that in Illinois. That's true. I, you have, you have, <laughs> well, is the corn in Illinois good, at least? Amazing. All right, good. That's good. <laughs> that's good to know. I, I Look, I, I'm just saying, like, I wonder what's in the soil for that, that makes it. What's the difference between Nebraska and Iowa corn that's like. That made them just I don't fucking know. Hit, that but a harder. lot of. A lot of their arguments uh, measure quantity and not quality, and a lot of people are quick to point that out, which I agree with. Like, Nebraska, you're a bigger state. You can make more corn with the land that you have, but that doesn't mean the corn tastes better. Yeah. I mean, I, so, so that's that, that would be a pro-Iowa argument. Well, I don't know. I don't know the, 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 I don't know the quality. I just, like, the you can't use quantity as an argument for which corn is better. <laughs> we got we got about, so it's not much about how corn. much corn it's not about how much corn you saw you saw the fucking spongebob episode with the krabby patties against king neptune yeah yeah no i well i was just gonna say like this is what happens when people overcompensate you know that, that, <laughs> that's that's that's, that's they, they think they can use it as a as an advantage but it's just like no you're just you just my, you're, you're just hanging it all out it's not great my corn cob is bigger than yours <laughs> and on that note <laughs> welcome back uh to the thanksgiving edition of the virtual ball boys podcast gobble gobble we are yeah this is going to go up on thanksgiving it's going to be the morning of thanksgiving 9 a.m 
So right as the parade is starting, I hope you're listening to two dudes just talk about corn. Talk uh, about corn. So can I just can you, I, can I, oh, go ahead. Do, do, do your oh, thing first. No, I was going to mention. Hey, I'm a I am a, an alumni of the parade. I, guess I know. That. Yeah, that's great. I I still can't believe that happened to you. I'm I'm happy, and I wish. I wish I, I I think that when it happened, I remember recording it, and I did want to try to see if I could find you on the NBC broadcast. I don't, I, I don't think I was able I, to. I do was that. not there. Nope. <laughs> no, you, but you you ended up blending in. But um, it's still really cool that that ended up happening. Um, what I was gonna say was that there's been a theme with this week, uh, this week's NFL coverage that I've oh, noticed yeah? that it seems like every single press conference um for players mainly players i don't think any, i don't know if there's any coaches necessarily involved um talking about what is the most overrated thanksgiving dish mm. and i want to know your take on that what do you think is the most overrated thanksgiving dish if i just came out and said corn how would you react <laughs> <laughs> i mean i wouldn't be I, I would not be surprised it's not corn <laughs> <laughs> but i i i would that would be very funny so it, it's weird uh uh and I, th- I i think you're in a relatively similar boat to, similar boat to me i'm a picky eater yes i'm particularly I'm when it comes to when it comes to the vegetable side of things yes i don't don't usually fuck with that so like i i could i can skip the green bean casserole uh, yeah, that now you know what's you know what's funny I, that is green bean casserole is like my favorite Thanksgiving. Oh, <laughs> it is I I it is my favorite. I love it very much. I think it's because funny. I think it's the way that my mom makes it because it's it's the the green beans are cut like they're like almost like noodley like so they're not even uh, it's not like these like thick cut like they 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 have they still have like the beans inside them necessarily um like green beans like this is like these are just like very like thin cut be- uh, green beans which in the creamy mushroom s- soup with like the uh uh like the I I I don't know what they call like they're just dried they're like dried onions but like they're, they're like the fried onions fried yeah. onions that they top on top of it it's so good it's a, like an amazing combination and like that is like the one thing I eat for me it's turkey I I, I really okay. I I lo- I like turkey but I always find it to be so it just doesn't have a whole lot of flavor to it. From, or at mm. least the, uh, it, it, it's not, that, that's not a critique on like who, who makes it or who who's like preparing it. I just think I feel like turkey just ends up being one of those meats that just doesn't have a ton of flavor compared to other meats. Like I yeah. I would prefer I mean, that's a why, chicken. That's why I usually go. That's why I usually go dark meat. Yeah. Yeah. Dark well, meat yeah. Well, t- dark, dark meat's better for me on on Thanksgiving. Yes, personally. I I always go for a leg. I I usually don't do like a white meat. Uh, yeah turkey because it's it's just it's too much i and i also think like not big on the cranberry i know people like the cranberry I, so i I, I, cranberry. I don't understand the concept of cranberry sauce especially when it's like served just right out of the can is it a solid do you just like <laughs> take a chunk out of the out of like it's still got like the can indent in it too so do you just like take a chunk out of it I've I've never had it, so I, I, I don't quite know. I I, I it, it's been so long. I'm, I'm too afraid to ask. I I don't. I to be honest with you, I don't even know either. It feels it feels like it is liquid, but then is when it, it comes out of the can, it kind of it seems like it's a solid. I don't I don't know. I, is I, it a prank? <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe it is. I don't know. It it it, it is cranberry is an enigma. 
to me that I don't think that we have uh, been able to crack. Um, so in, in honor of uh, in honor of Thanksgiving, we will be talking about things that we're thankful for this NFL season. Um, and uh, of course, we will go ahead and pick the Week Twelve slate. Um, I it's weird. Like usually at this week would be the week when we're like, all right, everyone's caught up with each other. Everyone has played the same amount of games. We're all so, like all speed ahead till the end. Like this is the turning point of the season where it's just now it's just the push to the playoffs, and it is still kind of like that. But like it's like ten or twelve teams have still not had their bye. <laughs> like it's a, yeah, it's a lot. Like the Cardinals and Chiefs are going to be this week, and I think after that you have like eight other Panthers teams that, still have to take theirs. Yeah, yeah. That, that like I I think the I think the I don't think the Brown the Browns are not have not gone no, by not. yet. The Patriots have not gone by yet. Yeah, there's there's a there's a good selection. I think I think the last bye is going to be like week fourteen. And so we have Arizona and Kansas City this week. Uh, week 13 is Carolina, Cleveland, Green Bay, and Tennessee. And then week 14, Indianapolis, Miami, New England, Philly. Yeah, that should be the last of it. I don't think I don't think week yep. 15 has any any buys. Nope. Um, yeah, so it it does it definitely feels like this Thanksgiving weekend doesn't have the significance as um maybe in past years, but it's it's definitely still like you know, all right. Well, now we're turning into the colder weather, and now uh, you're gonna see like the you know the the I, I think you're gonna start to see game plans change because that's usually what happens with like the tie-ins when Derrick Henry would be healthy, like he would start to really pick up steam. And now I feel like Jonathan Taylor is gonna now he's <laughs> he's already been playing out of his mind. He's gonna pick up speed. Like I feel like the running games specifically are gonna get very good. And so it's gonna be interesting. We'll see what's gonna happen this week. We're gonna pick our games. Uh, and we'll be talk about what we're thankful for. But first things first, let's recap week number 11. And we're going to start with the game of the week. Uh, it, you know, it, it was a solid week. It was not, it yeah. was it, nothing amazing. But there was one game that I felt like stood out amongst the, amongst all of them. And that was Steelers at Chargers. I thought that was a, it was a wild game. I thought that. It seemed like the Chargers were going to get away with it. That they were gonna, they were gonna be, they were up two scores. That everything was gonna work out, and then they botch a punt, um, and the Steelers recover, and then the Steelers end up tying the game, and I, it all came down to the Chargers being able to throw to Mike Williams and Mike Williams breaking free for the go-ahead touchdown, um. And it, it was just, it was an example of the Steelers, despite having a good defense, just still having struggles being able to finish games. And then the Chargers, who have been struggling as of late, hopefully maybe getting on the right track. What did you, what was your thoughts on this game? Yeah, I, uh, uh, I've, I've been really sleepy at nights lately. Oh, um, so you missed so the, I don't, missed I it. don't always catch the ends of games. Yes. So this one, <laughs> this one was like, all right, this is going to – third quarter, I was like, okay, the Chargers will probably win this one. There's a chance the Steelers do something funky out of nowhere, and I'll miss this, but I'm too goddamn tired to think, so I'm just going to go to sleep. <laughs> and guess what? The Steelers <laughs> did the fucky-wucky. <laughs> yep. The muth got loose. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. No, uh, yeah. So it's yeah. The Steelers. The Steelers. Uh, it it was it was kind of wild 
seeing the whole thing unfold. There is one point where um, it... Uh, I forget when it was. It was somewhat near the end of the game. It was when things were starting to kind of break loose, um, where I think Cameron Hayward um, was uh, accused of like punching Justin Herbert yeah, on the that ground. Was a weird... That but, was a weird, weird thing. Uh, he explained it afterwards, and I was like, "Okay, I get it." Yeah, no, it was, it was a camera angle. It was a camera yeah. angle. Like, remember, like when, uh, oh man, was it? I forget what game it was, but remember, it was the game where it's, there was a kicker that kicked a really long field goal. And it looked like it bounced off the uprights. Oh, yep, yep. I, and I, then it didn't get anywhere close. It was not anywhere close. <laughs> it was like they they did, it did even it like barely touched the end zone. Um, yep. That yeah, the, it was kind of like that where like the optical illusion of kind of like where the cameras are positioned just kind of made it, it look got su- a, a lot worse. It got super liminal on us. Yes, yes, super <laughs> liminal. There you go. Uh, yeah, shout out to Pillow Castle. Um, I uh, yeah, I uh, I I I thought I I just thought this was a great game. Vikings Packers also I thought was uh, I I. Considered that uh, in this uh, conversation as well uh, was that was just a very it, it seemed like a a weird game that ended on a Vikings field goal and luckily for the Vikings they ended up you know they ended up pulling it out uh, because they they just they've had a run on on games man <laughs> they've had they've had one of the most like wild stretches I've ever seen for an NFL team. Of just just constantly not making anything easy for themselves. Um, that's and, just that's just how the Vikings work. Yeah, as, a, as an organization, to be fair. Yeah, it's just. It, but this this season in particular has just been insane. Um, so, but happy for them. They seem to be getting on the right track. Blowout of the week, and this could also be considered a chaos of the week as well. Colts at bills 41 to 15 speaking of jonathan taylor uh bills are i mean you you could talk about their offensive issues that have happened with them but they have trouble when a when they are facing a star running back yeah it is um yeah i you're right derrick henry earlier um yep yeah it is it was wild to to see this this was also a scorigami which is fun to note yeah, yeah. Uh, been a few of those past couple weeks after like not having much this entire season. Um, yeah. So uh, with uh, with this, seeing the Colts do this is kind kind of wild because uh, mm-hmm. they 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 seemed just as strong against the Jets as they were against the Bills, if not stronger. Yeah, yeah. This is <laughs> this was. I mean, I don't. I, 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 I feel like that, that Colts victory was was yeah, it it did that Colts victory over the Jets felt like very powerful and this felt like mm-hmm. I this felt like it was like the sequel to that. Um I don't know if it was to that far of an extent, but it is it is concerning for the for Buffalo where it's like, oh man, they made us look like the Jets. That's not good. Um, mm-hmm. but no, I mean, I, I, I keep on going to the Bills angle of this. The, the Colts deserve so much credit. They've, they've been, I think this is like a third or fourth straight game that they've won. Um, they've, they have turned things around so well for themselves. Uh, yeah, this is their third straight game. Um, 
they and they are in they're in the conversation uh for the division they still they they i mean it, <laughs> it's it's tough it's still tough because they they still need to keep on winning and they need the titans to lose um but multiple times hey. here Look at the Titans, not in a great situation right now with how many uh, key offensive players are injured. Brown and yeah. Jones are out. Henry is out. Yeah. Uh, offensive li- One of their offensive linemen is out. Tannehill yeah. cannot do it all on his own. Yeah. He's a great player, cannot do it all on his own. So totally possible that the Titans slip, and pretty likely, I think, that the Titans could slip. Yep, and speaking of the chaos of the week, the Houston Texans. They finally get on the chaos board here by taking down the Tennessee Titans. And it's kind of what you and I have talked about and many people talked about, too, of, like, Tyrod Taylor makes this a different team. It does. He absolutely does. It is a different team when Tyrod is playing. Yeah, he is playing very well right now. The That game, uh, he had... Uh, he had only 107 passing yards, but uh, I think it's going to be uh, the the stats on the ground as well that are considered. And just, I, I don't know, like it, it, just the energy around this team just feels so different um, it, in comparison to other years. It's just, I, I, I or, or in comparison to like other games when Tyra Taylor was not playing like this, just, mm. this just feels like, all right. I, like I don't, I'm not sitting here saying like, all right, now the te- Texans are gonna go on a run. Like I don't, no. I don't necessarily think In- that. Incorrect. But I, I think that okay, they can maybe be at least a little interesting in some of these games. It's not gonna be like this whole like, all right, whatever. This is this is the Texans. They're just they're just gonna lie down and die. Like Tyra Taylor and uh, a, a defense that's that's done well. I don't want to say the defense is doing great because they still allowed like 400 yards for the Titans offense, but yeah, um, they, there's enough playmakers on the on the Texans that I feel like they're not they're not going to be necessarily like dead on arrival. They they're still a team that could be dead after like the second quarter, <laughs> but I I'm like this week they have the Jets. Like I it's not going to be crazy to me if they beat the Jets, you know. And so it's things like that where it's like. It's they they they're con they're back they're in a conversation where they can they could ease they they could easily be in the conversation of beating a mediocre team. It would get tougher the more the the better the teams are. Uh, but yeah. they beat the Titans and the Titans have that literally the Titans steamrolled so many teams that are considered fantastic, and then they lose to the Texans. It's just wild. Mm. This season is wild. I, it's it, it is impossible to tell what is going to happen from here. We know that something will happen. Like when when we get to like week fifteen, I think we'll have like when we get to week fifteen, we'll have a great idea. I think of kind of kind of what the rest of the season and the playoffs are going to be like. Mm-hmm. Usually, we would have that now, and I don't think we have that now. No, I I, I feel this. I feel the same way about this current Survivor season, both the one that I'm running and the one that's airing. Yeah. We know that something is going to break. Someone is going to break. Someone is going to uh, to go to the front. But it is impossible to tell in this moment which, which fucking team it is. Yeah. It's... And it's... It's weird. And 
I, I don't know. I, I, I am someone that, you know, we, we are literally called Team Chaos Productions. We've talked about yep. all the time how much we are. We love the chaos. We love things, you know, you know, we love crazy shit happening in this league. I feel like too much crazy stuff has happened to the point where the ship has been righted. Because now uh. we're seeing the Chiefs have now gone back into the the mix. You see the Patriots have gone back into the mix a little bit. I think the NFC you still have like the Cardinals, so like that 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 conference feels like is it's still like a little bit loopy. Um but like I don't know, like I'm I'm starting to worry that like the AFC how chaotic and nuts and insane it's all been. I feel like you're going to end up seeing like two teams that have been in the conversation of who two teams who who have been who have dominated the Super Bowl conversation in the AFC for a decade that those yeah. two teams are going to end up coming out and being like all right here we are we're we're the teams to beat and it's just like god fucking damn it i Fuck thought you. how do, how do we how do how we do, how do we get from bills and browns <laughs> back to patriots chiefs yeah how how did we, we we literally like we just put we put this entire afc in the wash and we still didn't get the stains out and like <laughs> like how did this happen um no uh it's 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 wild but um Look, it's yeah, like you said, it's 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 been impossible to predict this season. It's amazing that we did as well on our picks this week as we did. I think both of us went ten and five, so I'm pretty happy about that. Uh, we we had the same we had the same uh, picks last week. Chris. We, we, no, I know. I'm just saying yeah. that we. I'm just happy. <laughs> no, I'm I, well. I'm, I'm just saying in general though. I'm glad that we we picked like I at least yes. a two thirds of we the did pick week. pretty well. well yes. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the way that you the way that I interpreted that was oh we both independently got to no. <laughs> no. <laughs> ten and five no no we held we held hands and jumped off the 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 bridge together it was, we were good yep. we did it um all right let's get to Thanksgiving uh and what we are thankful for because here's the thing you know, the history of Thanksgiving is a little uh, it's a little iffy all right Thanksgiving yep. is uh, you know. You, and you could probably say that about a good amount of holidays that there's kind of some fucked fucked up you know history there. That's that's all of human history. Yeah, yeah. That, that <laughs> it's, it's it's not great, but there's the, the things that I do. I, I I think Thanksgiving is probably my favorite holiday. You know, I could I, I could be swayed depending on what the season's happening is, but I, I think the reason why I love it so much is because of probably the the you know getting to, to hang out with family, eat a lot of food. Uh, you know the football, the parade, um, and and I also I do like I find it very sweet, um, that, um, that it, we that people like kind of come together and be like, oh, okay, what what are we thankful for? You know, where what is it? Where are the things that we were thankful for for the year for just in general? Um, and so I figured we take that. And, and, you know, as we've been doing in past years, where we take that and we put an NFL spin on it and we're just saying, you know, what are we thankful for for this season? And what have we seen this season that we, for the thing, the things that we were thankful for uh, for the 2021 season or just in general when it comes to football? So, Matt, what are you thankful for? All right, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna start out. We we were actually kind of talking about this. I'm actually thankful for how many upsets that there have been yes. this season. Yes, because it is it is so much fun not knowing 
every single outcome every week. We try to predict, and I don't think our record this season is going to be as good as last season. I can kind of take up, see where we were at last year by this point um, to kind of check. But, um, uh, in fact, let me see. Uh, in week 11 last year, I was at 99. In week 11 last year, I was at 99. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> well, well, 99 correct picks. Okay. Right. It's not as bad. It's maybe not as bad as you thought. Yeah, that's what you no. thought. Yeah. And we, we, we'll, we'll, we get one extra week this year still. But, yes. Um, yeah. Still do, doing about, about the same. But still just not knowing, like, they're, they're the teams that are on top. But the fact that they are not invincible makes everything exciting and fun. Yeah. No, I, 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 I totally echo the, that. I, 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 like, I, obviously I'm just, you know, the, the whole Chiefs Patriots comment. I, I'm, I'm just, you know, it, it, it's just funny how we're kind of at this point where like, all right, now we're kind of back at the same players again for the AFC. Uh, but that is ignoring the idea though, that there has just been so much turnover especially on the AFC side where it's like every week we're like all right this team's going to take it this team's going to move forward and they just they they end up just blowing it the next week against the team that you don't expect you know yep. i and and you know this this week again you and i both picked the bills and cowboys to make the super bowl and then they they blow their they both both get both of them lose their games in blowout fashion like it's it's a you know it's just a, a insane to me that we it has been so hard to kind of put your finger on the pulse of any of these teams to make you feel confident about any of them winning and that does make for a more fun NFL I hope it is like that case I am worried that you know maybe things might start being like all right now that we're gonna start to see some more consistency and I'm not saying consistency is inherently bad, but you know, it's also like we, I, I think there are all of us that are NFL fans and want to keep on seeing something new. You know, we don't want to see the same teams over and over again. We don't want to see the no. same teams at the top. And so it's been fun seeing the lesser teams have their way with, uh, the supposed juggernauts, and I'm hoping though that it kind of keeps on moving in that direction. Where now that you're seeing some teams start to kind of like separate themselves a little bit, they get pulled back into the the foray, and 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 you know you you start to see some teams kind of you know get their uh we 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 start to get back into that murky territory of like all right uh, we we have no idea what's gonna happen. We have who who knows what's gonna happen for. Uh, any of these teams moving forward yep um i the first thing i'm thankful for i uh i am thankful that the giants are who i thought they would be uh-huh. um and it's not something i'm like happy to be thankful for necessarily but i'm thankful because i feel like every season i go into with the giants it's always a you know hearing the discussions about oh well don't sleep on the giants don't you know don't don't think that the giants are going to be bad and hearing that constantly but very much knowing and understanding 
that this roster still fails to kind of meet expectations for what the history of this team is that the coaching still is having the issues that it has that you still have a a guy who just thinks you know just drafting a bunch of fat guys for the defensive line is going to work out for him (laughs) um it's ignoring the the injury issues it's ignoring so much that this giants team has just been so prone to and yesterday you know they finally uh fired jason garrett a a individual who i did not think they should have hired in the first place for the offense coordinator job um but to me it's just the start of I feel like just wholesale changes this franchise just desperately, desperately needs. And I'm not, I, look, I recognize that the Giants are a team that is very much should be grateful for the fact that they, it had, that the, the fans have four Super Bowls compared to many other franchises that don't even have one. I recognize that. But I also sit here and I'm just saying that, like, it's kind of because of that that it makes the last decade so frustrating. Mm-hmm. I am thankful that the, we are starting to see this crumble. This the, Jason Garrett being the first casualty, and then maybe hopefully we start to see more changes because I think that this team just needs fresh a fresh face to run this organization from the top down and i mean the very top because i know that a lot of giants fans are just hold the maras in high regard i i just don't get it anymore with them i i i think that they are a i i, I think that john mara is just this curmudgeon who just doesn't want any fun in football is one of the main people who are saying that we need to make sure that we have these taunting penalties you know handed out so that way kids are not you know affected by the way that these football players play which is just absurd um he needs to go and so does pretty much everyone else in that giants organization and i i i just this this team needs to be taken care of but i am thankful that we're starting to see that they're we they are who i thought they would be and we're seeing it now and i'm hopeful that maybe just maybe we're gonna see change in january but i doubt that will happen necessarily um any thoughts on that or you want you want to just do your next thankful uh yeah i want to do my next thankful yeah because <laughs> i i feel similarly about the bears yeah right now but i i would just rehash a lot of the shit that you said so yes pretty much <laughs> i understand that i understand that uh so this this is a, an interesting take um i am glad that there's a general air that people have of um of hey fuck you when players do shitty things Mm. and uh i'm specifically talking about rogers where the uh we can we can get uh all the all the right wing idiots out of out out of the room for the most part the overwhelming response to aaron Rodgers is you are a selfish idiot get off your fucking high horse. Yeah. And that that has been a good indication and a good good widespread response I think that I'm just I'm I'm faithful for that 
or thankful for it that for the most part that's kind of been been a general response when players do something bad that the league is that uh not not the league but uh fans are generally on the side of hey that was a shitty thing to do fuck off it's really funny because my i i have a very similar uh thankful uh statement here where it says people willing to call the nfl out on its bullshit that's who i'm thankful for um but i'll start with where you where you're coming from first like yeah i it's I, i i think that it's so important for us as a society to call bullshit where we see it Mm. and it's really disheartening when that doesn't happen as overwhelmingly as you'd like um and especially with the roger situation it is nice to have seen a lot of people be like not you know hold him in you know high regard and be like oh well no he's a future hall of famer so we can't we can't criticize him that hard no he deserves the criticism um and i think that you know i i think about the i i i love that i was gonna bring this up with the uh, with my other one but i i feel like the the sean watson thing i think was another example of i love that there's so many media members that i've been seeing and a good amount of fans i i don't want i i i'm not gonna i don't know if i'll paint a wide brush here i'm hoping that it, it would be a right wide brush that are calling the texans and calling these other nfl teams out on why are you attempting to trade for a guy who's been accused of doing horrendous things to dozens of of massage trainers mm-hmm. and and your and the fact that you're just you're, you're just still you're still willing to say like hey he's a good football player we're gonna trade for him and we're gonna make sure that he plays this year for us like why why are we still attempting this shit what like he's being federally investigated what is happening what are you doing it does not make any sense and i feel like i'm glad to have seen more people have that take and be like how hor what are what are you doing this is horrible what you're doing and and not as much well oh well he's a good he's a good player who would change this organization for the better uh but he just has to clear up a few legal issues and it's just like go fuck yourself that's not just legal issues he's hurt people's lives mm-hmm. man like it's ridiculous so i i'm completely with you i love i love when that i i love when people when players are held accountable for their actions and i and i love when and this i especially love when it's the teams themselves that do shitty things when they're held accountable um and that and that brings me to the to what i was gonna talk about specifically i i want to commend the you know the the washington football team employees who are trying to hold the NFL accountable for their investigation into the Washington franchise and how they are trying to make sure that 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 those documents that the NFL is trying to hide away and keep Schneider, you know, uh, 
you know, in this like nice light, and that he all he was all he, all they did hit to him was just fine him a few million dollars. Like, I'm glad to see them speaking out and pushing back and saying no, re- reveal your investigation because there's some bullshit there. Um, I'm thankful for the you know people who are trying to fight back against the NFL's you know racist handling of the disbursement of payment for the concussion settlement um and how they you know how people are calling them out on basically paying black players less because they think that they're dumber Mm. um i again the sean watson thing like i'm glad that the that people are holding that the texans and the other teams accountable for not trading for them like i i this sport this league is so toxic and so riddled with shitty things and unfortunately shitty people and it sucks and i am thankful for the people who are still willing to take a step back stop thinking about things only in terms of what will it mean for the football game i'm going to watch on sunday and instead looking at it from a human perspective and continuing to call them out because it's we can't just keep on letting this shit slide and letting it go we can have our fun i love doing this podcast because we can have our fun with you know you doing our picks and talking about football i i love it but i will say like over the years my love for this sport i mean granted it's just because i have other hobbies i'm into other things but i also i i've been very much disheartened by a lot of the stuff that the nfl has done over the the years that it just it has really made it hard for me to kind of stay like super invested in everything that they're doing because it's it, it's it's a lot of shittiness it's a lot of a lot of fucked up things that they do behind the scenes that they need to be called out for and i'm so thankful for people who are going to hold their feet to the fire or, or at least try their best to it's a hard it's hard to go after a big corporate organization but um i i i think that it's not a fight that isn't worth fighting. I think it is. Absolutely. Uh, what's, uh, what's your last la- thing? Last thing. Um, this is this is seems like a pretty pretty minor thing, but I think it's been uh, really important, and I think I pay more attention to it being uh, being a fantasy player. Three week IR. Hmm. Okay. It's really nice. Yes. Um. It's uh uh it it allows players to get back a lot faster. Um allows for uh like minor injuries to uh like it it allows for players to with minor injuries to uh stay off a little bit without having to um uh without having to um like go on the IR for a long time um and just just in general it 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 it's really uh really good as a whole for uh for for the sport I think yeah, it, it gives it gives players the chance to not have to give up on their season. It gives the fact that it gives the chance for teams to be able to fill roster spots as well mm-hmm. with healthier players. Um, yeah, it's 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 super nice. I it it's just the, the it's, it's a common sense thing that should have always been in place. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad that it kind of is moving and it's moved in that direction. Like, hey. Maybe we shouldn't, you know, maybe think there's a gray area when it comes to injuries and that maybe we should allow for players to, you know, 
be able to take a few weeks off to rehabilitate themselves before they have to go back on the field and smash into other players. You know, just just a thought. Um, so yeah, no, I I'm I'm completely with you on that. Um, my last thankful uh from the NFL perspective is just you know I I I wanted to just shout out again the Around the NFL podcast. Um, just a podcast that I've listened to for a long time. Uh, this year has been particularly tough for them, as I you know talked about in February with the passing of one of their co-hosts, Chris Wessling. Um, you know I it it. It was a very hard road for them to kind of still be able to do their shows without him and to know that he was never going to come back. And it's been really nice being able to still be able to listen to them and they're still trying their best to have fun and enjoy this, enjoy the season. And I, I, I'm, I am so... I, I, I'm just grateful for them. I, I, I don't consume a lot of NFL media anymore, not the not to the amount that I used to. So to still have them in my lives and and listen to them and, and know that they're they're even though through heartbreak and through just the just the, the trauma of having lost such a good friend, um, as well as a co host, um, that they've been still been able to do such a great job and still have uh a just a, a great show and still have a, and have a lot of people come on and support them as in like a, a guest fill in slot as well yeah. um so it's it's been great it's been it's been really I, I i'm so proud of them and all the things that they have achieved this year they they, they have like a, a a two-hour tv show now too like it's just they, they they're doing so well for themselves and so i'm just i'm just thankful for them as well um and, uh, and not to get sappy, but of course I'm I'm also just thankful for you, Matt, and I'm thankful for all of our friends, um, and my family. I'm thankful for you as well. You know, and and I I I this year was I I obviously it's it was still tough, but it, it, last year I mean I I don't know if anything could compare it to what last year was like in terms of just mm-hmm. the craziness with the pandemic and and how I mean obviously we're still in it, but uh, things have gotten better. But um, you know, it's it's been a long year. I've been trust you know trying to, you know, try to knock out this master's degree that I'm working on. I'm just very I'm very thankful for everyone's support uh, from from you and and, and Walsh and Gabe and um, obviously and you know Kelsey and Anthony as well and everyone uh, everyone in our friend group and. Uh, and yeah, I, I'm. I, it's just. It, it, but it, it, I. I. I'm. I'm very thankful to be in the situation that I'm in, and it, it, it's a lot of it's because of you guys. I really appreciate that, Chris. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm thankful for you as well, because and all of you as well, because I have a lot of very dumb creative ideas, mm-hmm. <laughs> and often drag y'all into them. Uh, and just, they're just creative ideas. I don't, the dumb moniker is not necessary. Okay, I appreciate <laughs> that. But <laughs> a lot of just out there ideas. How's sure, that? Sure, sure. <laughs> that, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, and I appreciate the the support with them, and glad that we can all uh, support each other in our endeavors. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's it's been it's been it's been such a I, I like again. I I don't want to sit here and be like it's been a great year because I mean obviously you nope. know it's it still has there's still the shittiness around yeah. it, but I I feel like there I I'm so proud of what 
we've been all able to achieve and it with with our with our shows and with uh just even our in our hobbies and the things that we've been working on like it's it's been so cool to you know uh, you know watch walsh and his rise as a podcast editor and you know like he's (laughs) he's he's just become a juggernaut in the podcast industry watch out folks um but like yeah it's it's just it's just it's been so cool to see everyone like do things that they love um and so I've, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm very, I'm very thankful for all, like everyone to be able to kind of, that we're all here for each other to give it the positive energy out. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. And thankful for, for, to all of you guys for, for listening and, and supporting us in this, this very strange podcast of football <laughs> and tabletop stuff. And just, it's what a, what a podcast this is. Hi, my name is Matthew J. Walsh, the host of the Over Heaven podcast, a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure podcast where we'll be looking at each episode of the newest animated part, Part 6, Stone Ocean. We'll have a variety of guests, from JoJo fans like myself, to people who have absolutely no idea what's happening at all. Join us every Friday as we fill the void of JoJo Fridays and celebrate what makes this series great. Knowing what's going on is not mandatory to the listening experience, but might be recommended for a good laugh. Catch us on Twitter at OverHeavenPod or as part of the podcasting group Team Chaos Productions. And with that, we turn the page to week 12, to Thanksgiving week, alright? By the time you're listening to this, most likely, the people who are going to listen to this is going to be listening to this after Thanksgiving. So there's going to be three games that we picked that they're going to know the results of. And I, boy, oh, boy, howdy this week, man. I have some <laughs> takes. I have some oh, takes. Oh, I'm excited. I'm very I, excited. Because <laughs> I am... I, 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 I don't think I, this was on purpose necessarily, but I think after last week, how we were like, all right, I'm, I'm cool with riding the ship. I'm cool with just being like, we, we will pick the same games. I'm, I'm good with that. This week, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm in a chaos. I'm in a chaotic. You want mood. the chaos? I'm, I'm here for the chaos. So let, let, let's get started right away here with the Bears at the Lions. We got the noon game out of the gate. This is, uh, uh the. Uh, the Lions, man, I, I I keep on seeing people be like, why do we make the Lions play on Thanksgiving, especially it's when they're... It's their thing. Yeah, it's... Th- this, th- it's th- their thing. It's the only it's thing they like... have. <laughs> yeah. It's not like, it's not like the, 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 the NFL doesn't, like, choose who plays on Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's, oh, the Lions and the, and the Cowboys will always play on Thanksgiving. That's what they started doing. It's and tradition. Just, you just have to accept it. You don't have to watch it if you don't want to. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of like yep. like, and but but besides, why why wouldn't you want to watch Jared Goff run around trying to avoid the Bears defense? I mean, come on, like there's, <laughs> there's just something great about that. While you're just while you're eating some like nuts in your early lunch, you know, uh, or derby uh, endeavors, I guess. I don't know. Uh, what do you th- what do you think is gonna happen in this game, Matt? <sighs> so this could be a backup quarterback battle. I think Jared Goff was cleared. Okay, I th- I, I thought he was officially listed as questionable, but I, th- Goff I think versus Dalton. I, I I could be wrong. I thought I thought yeah. that was the case, but um. yeah. Um, but still, I just this is one of the few times that the Bears are going to be able to have a chance at winning, and I need to pick the Bears here. Yes, I should. I'm not as confident as I should be, but I, our our defense is still good, even if a little bit injured. We stopped. Baltimore's run game. I think we can stop Detroit's. 
Yeah. And Mooney is a great player, so I think he'll be a good good on offense. And Dalton is not the worst backup in the world. So Yeah, I, I so so far I, I wanna just kinda like rehash some things here. My uh, my chaos is this year. I've been four and seven on chaos is not great. I've won yeah. my last two chaoses. Um and meanwhile on the guaranteed point of view, I am three and eight and I've lost my last five guarantees mm-hmm. it has been brutal um and so with the way that that trend's going right where that where the these where the trends have been moving i feel like i want to do both of these teams a favor all right okay um i am going to guarantee the chicago bears okay in this matchup because i believe that if I do that, the Bears will lose, the Lions will win. <laughs> so then Campbell gets to celebrate Thanksgiving with his first victory, and that anyway the Bears will go about their plan of firing Matt Nagy after Thanksgiving. <laughs> okay, alright. You know what? I'm down I'm down with this now. I I'm <laughs> So I'm guaranteeing the Bears to help both teams out. <laughs> That's where I'm at. <laughs> uh next up all right next up uh next thanksgiving game we have the las vegas raiders taking on the dallas cowboys dallas cowboys very injured could potentially mm. have a uh, cd lamb back but will not have amari cooper unvaccinated uh yes. zeke also a little banged up uh will their offense still be able to do enough in this game i think so i'm mm-hmm. i am i i i i just the Raiders are starting to kind of reach that territory of where they usually are around this time, where after starting a little hot, being a little frisky, they end up dropping the ball down the stretch and making it um, uh, a lot more uh, difficult on themselves and end up with a mediocre record. And I feel like the Cowboys, I you know, that it was a... It, they they have they have had it rough with injuries. They did not do well against the Chiefs, but I think that this is a good bounce back game for them. Thursday nights are uh, Thursday games are a hard game. It's a hard thing to have your Thursday night game be your bounce back game. But I think for the Cowboys, as good of a team as they are, I think that this is the chance that they do it. So I, I'm going to go Cowboys here. I'm also going Cowboys. They it it seems. Seems like should be their time. Yep. We should be, anyway. Should be. If it's not, uh, wee-woo. Yeah. The the Buffalo Bills at the New Orleans Saints. Uh, feels like the Saints host the primetime game, like, every single ha- year. Happens a lot, yeah. Yeah. I what, Like, what What was last year? Because I, I, I've read... Um, that, oh, last year look. was going to be Steelers-Ravens, and then they had to delay it. That's right. Yeah, I, I remember that now. Um, but yeah, so the Saints. I feel like this is like their third straight like Thanksgiving primetime game, uh, and they are coming off of just losing constantly. But the Bills are also currently uh, or just starting up a losing streak again with their loss to the Colts. Both teams need a win here. What do you think is going to happen? I feel more confident on the Bills than I do the Saints right now. Uh, Alvin Kamara is a little banged up. He may not play 
which is a big, big bad thing for the Saints. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna I I feel confident with Buffalo here. Yeah, I I am. I I I I've been thinking about this a lot, and I feel like ah oh, man. Because I did, I did have Team Chaos here running for the Saints, but the Alvin Kamara, Alvin Kamara injury might change that. Mm. Mm. Let me. See. I'm trying to see because I have some. I have some radical picks here. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna switch my pick to the Bills. I think, but I might go back to the Saints if I can't think of a better Chaos canada here okay uh i just need to i need to look at a few things real quick but i because i i'm a little bit like i i i i feel as if the the saints are the the saints have so many issues that are beyond just alvin beyond just like trevor simeon like i don't think trevor simeon is their main issue I feel like their offensive line is not protecting him well. I feel like his weapons keep on dropping the ball. Keeps on the defense isn't trying is not doing a good enough job stopping uh, the ball. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Bills and I'm gonna maybe see if I can think of another chaos here. I'll go with the Bills. All right. Next up, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers against the Cincinnati Bengals. Steelers almost coming off a win against the um, uh, uh, almost coming off against the win against the Chargers. Uh, Bengals coming off of their win. How do you think they'll do head to head? These teams are both in a bit of a weird situation right now. Yeah, I I I think the Bengals uh, got a, the bye at the right time because they they had. I feel like the bye kind of helped them right the ship a little bit against the Raiders. It would be wild to see the Bengals sweep the Steelers. I but I do think it's going to happen. I think the Bengals take care of business here. Um because I just don't have a lot of faith in the Steelers team there. I don't know what their current injury situation is for their defense, but I I do think that they kind of you know, I I I think they continue to uh do what they have been doing on offense. Hopefully their defense plays a little bit better this week. Yeah, I think I'm in the in the same boat. I'm going with the Bengals. All right. Next up, Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Indianapolis Colts. Uh this uh this matchup has it's going to be about between Jonathan Taylor, Tom Brady, two off, two offensive players who uh well Brady has not been hot as of late, uh, but uh, he was hot later in the year. Let's say it's a it was it's a battle between like early MVP favorite and now maybe a late MVP sleeper. Yeah. Uh, whereas Jonathan Taylor is maybe sneaking into that conversation. What do you think is going to happen? That'd be wild if Taylor won MVP. He could. And it, I, well, he's playing that well. He is playing that well, and I think he's going to continue to do it. Uh, the Buccaneers are a hard team to run against. Uh, will they be missing Vita Vea for this game? I know Vea has been out. I think they are. I could okay. be wrong though. All right, I'm gonna assume that Via Vea is still out. Uh, in which case, Jonathan Taylor is going to demolish this Buccaneers defense, and I'm gonna team chaos the Indianapolis Colts. 
I am also picking the Colts, but it's not as a team chaos. I had the Colts bring right. down here as a pick. But I, 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 there's something about the way that Taylor's been playing as of late, especially at home, that I feel like, yeah. uh, I feel like the Bucks are going to have a trouble slowing it down. I think that the, I know that people kind of got back on like the Buccaneers train after the Giants game, but remember, it's the Giants. Um, so, yeah, I'm going Colts. All right. Next up, we have the Carolina Panthers, who just came off of their home loss to Washington. After everyone thought that they were back, Cam was back. Now they get to face the Dolphins in Miami. <laughs> What's going to happen? I am uh, believing in the Panthers still. I I know that that maybe is a fool's errand at this point. But I think that the I, I still think that their defense can get back to where they used to be. I still like the offensive weapons a lot on this team. Dolphins have had a pretty nice go a bit of it the last few weeks. But I I they I guess they could they could win this game, but I, I think the Panthers are gonna do it. I hope the Panthers do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I mean like I I, I want obviously I want something to happen. I'm a Panthers fan, um, so uh, it it's got to be this one, right? They can try to make a push. They do not have a a very easy schedule the rest of the way, um, so I hope that this is one of the wins that they can get get done. Yeah, yeah, it, it should it should be it should be anyway. Um, the Titans at the Patriots. Uh, this is a, a matchup. Uh, I believe this is the first time the Titans are in New England or even facing New England since the playoff game that knocked Brady out of New England officially. Um, now, what will Mac Jones do with a beat-up Titans team? Will they win it here, Matt? Absolutely. I do not have a ton of the faith in the Titans right now. The Patriots have firmly established themselves as one of the one of the contenders. They're winning the division right now, which, boo, hate to see it but it's what's happening so i think the patriots are gonna win yeah i'm i i I was looking at this as a potential chaos here but i i i think i think the patriots are uh i think the patriots are gonna take care of it here so i'm I'm gonna go with them way too beat up yep next up the philadelphia eagles take on the new york giants eagles themselves on a bit of a hot streak uh could potentially be in playoff consideration um, which is a wild thing to say at this point in the year with how bad Jalen Hurts has been <laughs> playing uh, most of the year. Uh, versus the Giants just lost their OC, which is going to be a boost for them. How do you think this is going to play out in the end? Well, I, he had a rough start, but Hurts is Hertz is playing very well as of late. Um, the run game generally has just been really, really good for the Eagles. Mm. Uh, I... I feel like this team should beat the Giants. They're playing well enough where they are could be they could sneak into a wild card spot um in a NFC that generally is not very deep. Um but I I I think they look at this Giants team I it may I you know with Kitchens now being the call, single caller for the Giants I I putting the head his head coaching tenure aside that he was a very good offensive coordinator for the Browns. So 
maybe there's something there where the where where the Giants can get something going uh, because they are getting healthier. But I I think the Eagles have been doing well really well. I think they I think they take care of business. I'm in the same boat. Let's go Eagles. There you go. Atlanta Falcons at Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, the both the Falcons have just been miserable as of late. Jaguars have not been able to win. Uh, they 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 won against the Bills, but they still have not been able to carry that momentum uh, after they got beat by the Colts and the uh, the Forty Niners. What do you think is going to happen here? This is an interesting matchup, but the Falcons are weirdly in a decent position. Not a great one, but they're not not terribly off compared to the Jaguars. I I feel bad for Jaguars fans, but I, it's it's not going to happen. I'm going to go with the Falcons. I I think I'm going to switch this and go. I'm going to go Jacksonville here. Okay, I'm going to Team Chaos them. It, they're two. It's two point five underdog but i still i think with the i out with the record in mind uh i don't know do you do you feel like that's not do you feel like the team chaos should not be here uh let me let me check the spread the spread's 2.5 Ooh, um this is jaguars i'll let you chaos it you let me chaos mine so yeah yeah <laughs> I, I i i i just think with the i feel like with the jags it's kind of one of those things where they they don't feel like they're going to win but they I feel like this should be a situation where they do it, though, because I feel like the Colts and 49ers are a little bit hot right now, where the Falcons are miserable at the moment, with the Cowboys and the uh, the Patriots just demolishing them back-to-back. Yes, those are two great teams, but I I, I feel like I feel like Jacksonville are just... I, I, I feel like there's a little bit of... There could be a little bit of optimism there that maybe like all right we could we couldn't do it the last few weeks, but we didn't we didn't we didn't necessarily get blown out the last few weeks. I mean, yeah. it, it wasn't terrible terrible losses. Maybe last week was bad, but the, I feel like I feel like there's a chance here for that Jacksonville takes it. So I'm, I'm I'll go Team Chaos Jaguars here. Cool, uh, Kamara officially out by the way. Yeah no yeah so I'm 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 okay with going Bills yep. then. All right. New York Jets take on the Houston Texans. Uh, the Houston Texans uh, coming off of their very decisive win against the injured Titans team. Will they be able to do the same thing against the Jets, who will get Zach Wilson back, I think? I think so. I think the Texans yeah. should. Texans are just a little bit more friskier than the Jets. The Jets just feel like they are waiting for this season to end. Um, and... I think I I think that the Texans should do it, but I don't know. There's also that they they've also been a disappointment. Not, not even a disappointment. They've been <laughs> playing to expectations. Yeah, this season in terms of not being that good. Yeah, uh, I'm thinking uh, uh, I'll never get the chance to do this again. So I'm going to guarantee Houston. I was going to do a different guarantee. Oh, all right. I like but, it. But yeah, no, this, why, this why feels the, like that. why the fuck not? No, I I feel like that's a very <laughs> good guarantee because I like I. When, when, just considering the fact that like oh, Zach Wilson's coming back from an injury, forcibly so a little bit because they lost yep. two got two quarterbacks to the COVID <laughs> protocol. Um, 
God. And I like like when do we really think that Zach Wilson just like all right now I'm now I'm gonna get to the level that yeah, you know no. people want me to be I I don't I don't know I guess we'll see but I I'm I'm with you on Texans um the Chargers at the Broncos the this is an AFC West rivalry should be an interesting game Broncos are coming off of a bye Chargers are coming off the win against the Steelers um. This this division is starting to get away from both of these teams, uh, with the Chiefs now back in control. Uh, but what do you think is going to happen? I'm I feel super strong on the Chargers. I don't know if they'll be able to win the division, but still compete and will probably be a playoff team, which they absolutely deserve to be. So, picking the Chargers here. I'm going to defer. Really? I think that. The Broncos are they they play I feel like they sometimes play up to their opponents a little bit or play down to their opponents. Like they, they have a weird thing where they like it's very been very hard to read the Broncos this entire time. They have been so up and down. They blow out the Cowboys and they lose to the Eagles. They would get blown up by the Ravens and then, you know, beat a you know be another decent team like it just it's it's so weird it's so uh like unbelievably like crazy they're just one of the the weird afc teams that have you know amongst the group of weird afc teams i feel like with the broncos that this is a team that is coming off of a bye that they're at home and i feel like they could do enough to maybe disrupt the the Chargers offense that's generally unfortunately been very easy to disrupt against a defense that has not played very well. I think the Broncos are a better team than the Steelers are right now. I think the Broncos can take care of business here, so I'm going Broncos. All right, I like it. Los Angeles Rams taking on the Green Bay Packers. This is a really nice matchup and the one that I will probably be watching in the afternoon on Sunday. Um, the uh, Rams, uh, they, they're coming off their bye. Packers coming off of their loss to uh, to uh, Minnesota. Aaron Rodgers dealing with a toe injury. A lot of key players missing. Yep. Uh, how do you think that's going to affect the overall game? It, it, this is probably the toughest one to pick this week. I feel like the Rams are going to have their Bengal moment in the sense that they are they kind of like skid themselves into the by a, a terrible loss, um, and uh, in multiple losses back to back and i think that they come back and in a game where it seems evenly matched i think that they bounce back and they have a really solid game i just think that sean mcveigh is too good of a coach to i mean this is this is a tough battle though sean mcveigh versus matt lafleur matt lafleur has been a fantastic coach all year uh it's a it's a very tough battle between coaches i just think that the rams are too talented to to lose a game like this where you have a Packers team that's too beat up. So I'm going to Rams. I am also going Rams. I feel very confident on it. Mm. <laughs> uh, the Minnesota Vikings at the San Francisco 49ers. 
Uh, you know, Vikings, they're frisky. They're going to make any game close. 49ers are a bit frisky. I believe they've won two in a row at this point. What do you think is going to happen? I think the Vikings are really going to continue this. I'm surprised that more people are picking the 49ers here, but the Vikings becoming more consistent. Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen, both fantastic receivers. Kirk Cousins playing well. This is good. This is a good team. Yeah. 49ers faults are a lot. Right. And I think too, like, I feel like the 49ers are a team that I, I, I feel like they have, they they just have Sean McVay's number where that that in retrospect makes more sense why they beat the Rams, and then they're all the their 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 next win was against a Jaguars team which I know I I know I just picked them but you know against a Jaguars team that isn't necessarily all that impressive this is a big challenge for the 49ers. I think that they could step up to the challenge. I don't think necessarily this is like a blowout. Certainly not. It's the Vikings. No, involved. no. Yeah. Right. Um, but I think, I think that the Vikings are just a better, you know, more talented team at the moment. I feel like the 49ers are, are lacking the talent that we thought that they had at the beginning of the year. At least I thought mm-hmm. that they had. All right. Ready for the next one? Yes. Fuck you, Baltimore. If you're dumb enough to buy a new car this weekend, you're a big enough <laughs> schmuck to come to Big Bill Hell's cars. Bad deals. Cars that break down. Thieves. If you think you can find a bargain at Big Bill's, you can kiss my ass. What is happening? <laughs> Baltimore facing Cleveland. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. Um. It, it just. I mean, are you gonna like? Where I'll, is this from? I'll show. I'll show you later. Okay. All right. <laughs> well. I was just not ready for fuck you, Baltimore. That that maybe took my breath away, and then everything else was just a blur. Um, so I'm, I I gotta go Ravens. I mean, this is the the Browns are a middling organization, middling team. I think that Baker is, uh, kind of realizing that if he doesn't get better with his play, that this is the that the the team the 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 the, the fans are, are going to turn on him hard. They already are kind of, um, and I feel like the Ravens with Lamar Jackson back, hopefully, um, I I think they they should be able to take care of business here. Yeah, the Ravens were going to be my other uh, my my lock before I decided on the uh, uh, on the uh, on the other one. So I feel very confident in the Ravens. Yeah, <laughs> and. Last but not least, uh, fuck you, Seattle. No, kidding. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Seattle Seahawks at the Washington football team. Um, the, this is a battle of teams that are going in two different directions. It feels like both near the bottom of the league, but Washington football team have won two games in a row and the Seattle Seahawks, uh, have lost two in a row, I believe. Um, between the Washington football team and the Seattle Seahawks, the two Washingtons, Matt, what do you <laughs> think is going to happen? I think I'm going to go with the football team here. It It's a weirdly close one because I don't think bo- either team is going at full capacity. But uh, I don't know, maybe another week with Russ back, he'll be a lot better. But Washington is playing better than they have been most of this season. Yep. So I lean them in this matchup. 
Yeah, I do too. I think that I feel like it's their defense is starting to kind of show what they could be. And Taylor Heineke, um, Twitter account aside, um, yep. has been playing very well. And he is, he yep. is, he is played, he played, he outplayed Cam Newton last week. He's the, he is starting to show signs that, you know, maybe this might be a long-term answer for Washington. Maybe. Um, and I think that with the way the Seahawks have been playing on both sides of the ball, but certainly on defense is, has been an issue all year. They are a team without answers. It's, it is getting late in, in Pete Carroll's tenure. I think as a Seahawks yeah. coach, I'm also going Washington football team. All right. We did it. So we disagree twice. Surprisingly. I mean, I, oh, I wow. was, I was going to like more. <laughs> I was gonna, uh, I, I was gonna do the Saints pick, but I, I, yeah, the Kamara news definitely turns me off a bit. I, 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 I may have even, I may have switched to the Jaguars and then maybe switched back to the Saints. I just, I'm not feeling good about that. Yeah. Um, but I, you could tell that the, I, I'm, I'm very quick to bounce off the Bills just because I really. They are a team that I want to do so well so badly, and that's why I'm so pessimistic easily about them because I just <laughs> yeah. don't want to get my hopes up. Um, but I will. I'll. I'll just ride the train of the Bills here. Uh, but yes, the two disagreements are my chaos, which is the Jaguars, and then the disagreement between the Chargers and the Broncos. Was that it, or am I missing something? That's okay. that sounds right. Yeah, because my my chaos you also chose. I chose I chose the Colts. I feel good about yep. the Colts. You know what? Let's make it interesting. I'll go Bucks here. I'll go. I'll I'll switch. Oh it shit! Over. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll switch. <laughs> I'll switch. Okay. I I I I. Uh, you know what? No. Ah, fuck. Follow your heart, not the game. I know. My heart says Colts. I'll go back Colts. I'm sorry. Okay. No, it's okay. <laughs> I I because you know what it is. I it's like. I I I want to catch. I need to catch up in the in the pick competition. I need. I I the thing is, I don't want to take the pick competition seriously. But I also am like, eh, it's good podcast if we do. So I'll I'll I want to maybe switch. But I just I don't know. Jonathan Taylor's winning my heart. I I was in. The, I, did, I told you the story already about how I did a press conference with him right once, right? I actually no. So okay, I'll tell, the, I'll tell the story real quick. So no, I I did a um. When I was still working at a newspaper, I went to. I was very grateful that I was able to be a press member at the uh, print, the Pinstripe Bowl. I think it was the 2018 Pinstripe Bowl uh, that was held at Yankee Stadium, and I went there as a media member. Uh, it was Wisconsin versus Miami. Wisconsin had a blowout victory. The game was over basically by the you know the middle of the third quarter. Um, hmm. and it was mostly thanks to Jonathan Taylor. Um, and, uh, I then, uh, went downstairs in the Yankees, you know, the, the, in like the, the hallways of like where the locker rooms are, but where the press conference place is as well. Um, and I watched the final, uh, press conference of Mark Richt as the Miami coach before he stepped down. I watched Paul Christ, I think his name is, of the Wisconsin head coach. He watched him talk for a little bit. And then Jonathan Taylor came out. He spoke, and I actually got a chance to ask him a question 
uh, because he is uh, from the New York area, and I just all I did was ask him what was it like kind of returning to New York and being able to get the victory in New York. I forget what his answer was, but I saved the clip somewhere. I'm sure I could, you know, <laughs> you know, find like send it to people somewhere. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, just I I've had some very strange. You know, like for being at a small newspaper, I had some very strange encounters that I'm going to remember for the rest of my life. Yeah, interviewing Adam Schefter while I'm while my dad's driving me down the New Jersey Parkway, like just just random fucking shit that has happened in in the career. It's 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 a humble brag, I know. I I, I recognize what I'm doing, <laughs> but it's 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 just I just find it very weird and very strange that this that's where my life was at one point. Um, but yeah, uh, so Jonathan Taylor personal connection to me in that way i doubt he even fucking remembers me but uh i'm happy to see him that he is doing so well and i'm i i I have so much faith in him that i hope that he can take down the buccaneers on sunday um but yes what so what what is your thanksgiving plans matt um uh, we're having uh, a few people over okay can be can be very small yeah, I don't, I don't I don't know if we ha- we'll have anyone over. I mean, I I'll, I'll have Kelsey and Anthony over from uh their their place, but yeah, um yeah, just 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 the five of us I think from my my parents and uh, uh Kelsey and Anthony, and we'll all just we'll we'll, we'll all have a, a grand old grand old feast. Um yeah, and uh, whatever you are doing this Thanksgiving holiday, we hope you have a great holiday. We hope you have a great dinner. If you're already, if you're watching this, uh post Thanksgiving, well hey. Get some get get something nice for yourself for Black Friday, you know. Yeah, you know you, you deserve it. You've earned it. You you worked hard this year. Um, thank you all. So, oh, one last thing before we go, and you probably heard it in the middle of this podcast, but we have a new podcast that is going to be coming out uh, soon. I believe, uh, if I remember, it is called the Over Heaven Podcast. Yep. Um, it is a uh, JoJo Bazaar's JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Uh, a podcast talking specifically about part six of the, the the new season that is coming out of Jojo Bizarre Jojo's Bizarre Adventures. I keep on wanting to put the the apostrophe s at the end of bizarres. I don't know why. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it is hosted by Walsh, and he's gonna have a ton of guests, including me and Matt, at some point. Uh, so uh, stay tuned for that. We're very very excited about it. Uh, so uh, yeah. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next week. Good night, and good Butterball. Virtual Ball Boys has been brought to you by Team Chaos Productions. Find us on Twitter at Virtual Ball Boys, and find more of our work at Team Chaos Pods.